come on. Yeah, come on. It's like that. It's like that. Hello and welcome to my young, loyal listeners of Teen Bible Study Talk in 10 Minutes. So what do you know? Word on the go. This podcast is brought to you by and produced by Real Time with the Bennett's, where real talk happens all the time. I'm your host, Minister Bennett, of today's episode, and my co-host is the lovely Sister Bennett, as my husband affectionately calls me. Thank you for allowing and trusting us to be a part of your Christian walk. In this week's episode, we will be discussing created for a purpose as teens, according to God's word. This lesson is not tied to the previous or next series. It is a one-off lesson, but timely for a time such as this. It sets up the next series quite nicely. We're back live in PNT Podcast Studio for another great lesson for another week. So let's get right down to it. The world and the biblical meaning of purpose. The reason for which something is done or created or for which something exists. We can find the meaning biblically in Jeremiah chapter 1, verses 4 through 5. The word of the Lord came to me saying, Before I formed you in the womb, I knew you before you were born. I set you apart. I appointed you as a prophet to the nations. We find in Jeremiah that God knew us before the beginning of time and more importantly, before we were born. This is significant because Purpose requires a plan to fulfill it. You can rest assured God has a plan for you. Yes, you, my young loyal listener. He requires your commitment to him to fulfill the purpose and plan he has designed specifically for you. This lesson on purpose is a perfect segue or bridge between the previous series that dealt with your emotions and the next series dealing with discipleship. In order for us, you, to walk in your purpose, you must be able to keep your emotions in check and under control. God can't make use of any of us if we constantly let or allow our emotions to get the best of us. This emotional imbalance causes us to lose focus and be distracted from the purpose God has designed us for. Okay, let me address the elephant in the room. I'm not saying you should be numb to what you feel and not allow your emotions to strengthen your relationships. Emotions are good as long as they are kept in perspective. First Samuel chapter 3 verses 4 through 10. I got to read it all, okay? Then the Lord called Samuel. Samuel answered, "Here I am." And he ran to Eli and said, "Here I am. You called me." But Eli said, "I did not call. Go back and lie down." So he went and lay down. Again the Lord called Samuel. And Samuel got up and went to Eli and said, "Here I am. You called me." My son, Eli, said, I did not call you. Go back and lie down. Now, Samuel did not yet know the Lord. The word of the Lord had not yet been revealed to him. A third time, the Lord called Samuel. And Samuel got up and went to Eli and said, Here I am. You called me. Then Eli realized that the Lord was calling the boy. So Eli told him, Go lie down. And if he calls you, say, Speak, Lord, for your servant is listening. So Samuel went and lay down in his place. The Lord came and stood there, calling as the other times, Samuel, Samuel. Then Samuel said, speak, your servant is listening. This scripture is amazing as well as powerful. Can any of you say that you have had this type of experience with God? If not, don't worry, your day is coming. The voice of the Lord will be as clear as someone standing next to you. Don't rush, but be ready. God is doing a great work in you and getting you ready 
for your ultimate purpose. There are a lot of little things God has you doing now to mature your gifts for his purpose. Embrace the call as Samuel did once he knew he was actually being called. Stand proud when that voice is audibly clear and declare, Here I am, Lord. Speak. Your loving and obedient child is listening and ready. Your obedience and willingness is required to fulfill God's purpose. Be the person your generation and peers need you to be to reach them. Don't go nowhere. We'll be right back after this short break. We are back live in PNT Podcast Studio after that short break. We covered a lot in the earlier segment. It was a lot to cover, a lot to digest. I hope you took the time over that break to digest and meditate on what we talked about. In this particular segment, I want to talk about some practical ways to find our God-created purpose. Let's talk about how you can discover and walk in your God-given purpose. I know this seems all spooky and over the top, but based on your growth and maturity in the Word, God says you're ready to take the next steps, and these aren't baby steps. So buckle your seatbelt and get ready. Number one, God designed you because God loves you. Never doubt the love God has for you. He accepts you just as you are, problems and all. He handcrafted every aspect of you, from your hair to your brain to your height and so on. You must, above all things, be comfortable with who you are. Never question God's handiwork. Revelations 4 and 11. You are worthy, our Lord and God, to receive glory and honor and power. For you created all things, and by your will they were created and have their being. Number two. God created you to be part of God's family. God says, seek no further. He know teens and my young loyal listeners seek acceptance and wanting to belong. God has opened his door for you to walk in and call it home. Don't affiliate or align yourself with people that can distract you from your purpose in God. You were created not just to be believers, but to belong to his family. Ephesians 1 through 5. Well, Ephesians 1 and 5, I'm sorry. He predestined us for adoption to sonship through Jesus Christ in accordance with his pleasure and will. Number three, God created you to be like Christ. Spoiler alert, that's called discipleship. We start that series next week. When reading the word of God, more specifically the New Testament, Jesus made it clear we will do the works he did and greater. This is only possible if you become more like Jesus each and every day. You have to choose Christ each and every day. You have to deny yourself to become more like Jesus. John 14 and 12. Very truly I tell you, whoever believes in me will do the works I have done, and they will do even greater things than these because I am going to the Father. Number four, God shaped you for service. This is called ministry. Join a ministry in your local church. Share your love of Christ with a friend. Allow God to speak through you to teens like yourselves. Be confident that God created you to do a great work. God would never send you to do something he hasn't equipped you to do. Every Christian, young and old, is created to serve. And that means teens are called to ministry, created for ministry, saved for ministry, and uniquely gifted for ministry. The Bible makes it very clear that every Christian is a minister regardless of their age. Ephesians 2 and 10. For we are God's masterpiece. He has created us anew in Christ Jesus so we can do the things he planned for us a long time ago. Number five, God created you for a mission. Every teen believer needs the ability to minister to believers, and more importantly, a mission to the lost and unbelievers. 
You have the gift to do both, serving those who love Christ and witness to those who don't know Christ. Here's an idea. Involve your family as you begin a mission in reaching those in your local community for Christ. John 17 and 18. Father, in the same way that you gave me a mission in the world, I give them a mission in the world also. Hey, let's see what they're rapping about over here in the conversation corner. Hey, Minister Bennett. What y'all rapping about over here? We were chatting about Jeremiah 1, 6 through 8, which reads, Alas, sovereign Lord, I said, I do not know how to speak. I am too young. But the Lord said to me, do not say I am too young. You must go to everyone I send you to and say whatever I command you. Do not be afraid of them, for I am with you and will rescue you, declares the Lord. We talked about how God can use young people to do his ministry and that each one of them can be used by God. They wanted to know how, so I explained that they first have to be obedient. Well, you already know how they looked. So I explained, just like when your parents call your name and you know the tone of their voice, whether it's a good call or a bad call, you stop whatever you are doing and go because you know what the consequences would be if you don't. It's the same thing with God. Being obedient to God is what you need to do. You have to listen carefully to hear and then do what he has asked you to do or say. In addition to Jeremiah, we also talked about a few other young people that God used, like Moses' young sister, Miriam, who put Moses in the basket to be raised by Pharaoh's daughter. We talked about David, who was 17. He took down the giant Goliath with a stone. We also talked about the young boy who had two fish and five loaves of bread. With what little he had, God used him to feed 5,000 men, and that didn't even include the women and the children. So never say that you are too young, because just like God used the young people that we just named, he can use you. God knew who you were and what you were capable of before you were born. Psalm 139 is one of my favorite chapters in the book of Psalm. Read it when you get a chance, but it speaks about God knowing everything about you. You're sitting down, you're rising up, your thoughts from afar off. It's funny because when I get frustrated when things don't go my way, I won't complain even though I want to. I simply say, Father, you know my thoughts and are acquainted with all my ways, so you know what I'm going through. Just help me. And more times than not, I receive peace at that very moment. So when you are seeking God about what he wants you to do or what he wants you to say, take the time to pray and then wait to hear. Remember, he speaks in a still, small voice. He's waiting on you and he says, do not be afraid of them, for he is with you and will rescue you. In summary, the importance of knowing you were created for a purpose. Finding purpose is a life journey. God doesn't give all the details at once, nor does he promise it will be easy. Instead, he often provides just enough information to help you move another step down the road. It helps you to trust him as your navigator. As you progress along the road of your life's purpose, pay attention to the road signs he provides along the way and listen to him speak to you. A quote, the purpose of life is a life of purpose. Robert Byrne. As always, please don't forget to subscribe and share so that you and your friends will get all future notifications when new and exciting episodes are uploaded and posted. Until next time, stay safe and live a life holy and acceptable to God. After all, it's your reasonable service. With a special thank you to LJ Productions for post-production's editing techniques and used for this podcast. This podcast was sponsored in part by the Body of Christ Church in Waldorf, Maryland, Pastor Kenneth E. Stewart, it's Christian Education Ministry in association with Real Time with the Bennetts. Or Real Talk What? 
You got it. Happens all the time. Yeah, it's like that.